So today we're going to talk about line extensions, but there's a slightly different format to this video. You see, every week in our Facebook group, we have a live question and answer session where basically any members of the group can ask me any questions they want about kite surfing, and I'll answer them live on the call. So what I've done is I've taken an extract of that call and plugged it into this video. Why? Because I want to try and entice you guys to come and join us in the Facebook group and ask me your questions on the next Facebook live session that we have. The link to the group is either below or above this video, depending on where you're watching it. Click the link, click the join button when you reach the page, and I'll speak to you on the inside. So here we go, talking about line extensions. There was a comment just, just recently that Michelle asked about line extensions. Just because she was asking, what are they, what do they do? So basically line extensions, what you're doing with line extensions is, let's say you've got 24 meter lines, the line extensions on most bars these days will be the last four to five meters and you can remove those four to five meters hence turning 25 meter lines into let's say 20 meter lines now why would you want to do that well as was pointed out in the group what happens is think about think about a river in a river where is the flow of water the fastest well it's in the middle of the river ever played poo sticks i just play some them all the time when you drop a drop a stick off a bridge and then watch it and see Steve's stick comes out fastest at the other end. I used to be a master at that because you know the river runs fastest in the middle. Why? Because the banks of the river cause friction. So as the water is passing over the banks, it causes friction, slows the water down nearer the banks. So the water in the middle of the stream is going to be running fastest. The same with the wind. But the wind is passing over the earth and the earth itself causes friction. So it slows the airflow down. So the wind gets stronger as you get higher up. Now, this is something called gradient wind. And literally over the course of 25 meters, the difference between what you feel on the floor and what the kite is feeling at 25 meters is going to be around about one to two knots difference. So when you bring the kite down by, let's say, four meters, you are reducing what I would call the static power in the kite. What does that mean? Well, it means when the kite is still above your head and not moving, that kite has a little bit less power because it's three or four meters further down in the wind. The wind isn't passing as fast over the kite. So it's got less static power, okay? But it's also got less potential power. Now, this is a bit more difficult to understand. Um, and again, feel free to give me any feedback on this in the in the chat because I, I can't get on my screen because this is the technical thing at the start of the call. I can only show you my face on this, unfortunately. Sorry about that, guys. But um, what I'd like to do is draw diagrams of this because it, it really, really helps. I'm going to have to try and explain it with my arms instead. So here goes. So we've reduced the static power. Hopefully everyone's okay with that. What you also do is reduce the potential power in the kite. Now think about how a kite generates power. Yep, A, the wind flying over the kite, that's what generates power. But how do we actually create more power in the kite? We move it. You know, when you're trying to water start, what do you do? Whoomph, big figure eight dive. And it's that movement of the kite which basically forces more airflow over the canopy. Easy way of thinking about this. Imagine I'm in a car, okay, and the car's stationary and there's no wind. I stick my head out of the window. Car stationary, there's no wind, I feel no wind. As soon as that car starts to accelerate, I feel wind in my face. 
at the exact same speed as the car's drive. Let's say the car's driving at 10 miles an hour, I get 10 miles an hour of wind over my face. Okay, I'm sure some of you gents have done that trick where you drive along, stick your arm out the window and try and guess what cup size it feels like. I certainly have. I'm sure some of you have. I'm sure some of you probably have. I'm sure I'm not the only one on this one. It's a B. It's a C. It's a D. Um, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> Why is that important? Well, because as you move the kite faster, you force more airflow over the kite. Yeah, so it increases the speed of the kite, increases the power of the kite, increases the lift that comes from the kite as well. So the faster we can move the kite, the more power you're going to get in that kite. Okay, so because we've got longer lines, let's say on 25 meter lines, we've got more distance in which to move that kite, we can build up more speed simply because there's more space to move it in. So we can build up a lot more speed in the kite as we're actually moving. So a lot more power, we can force a lot more, more wind over the kite to accelerate the kite so the kite pulls us faster. So by reducing the length of the lines, we reduce the potential power in that kite as well. So we've got less static power and we can generate less power, less potential power. Okay, so we basically made the kite less powerful. What we've also done, two things with the line. Now we've increased the angle very slightly of the steering lines. Now if you imagine, imagine this is easy to imagine on a really, really short line kite. So let's imagine we've chopped these lines and they're now at three meters. Okay, so you've got three meter lines running up to a 12 meter kite and stood next to it on the beach is a, a 12 meter kite on 25 meter lines. Imagine the angle from the bar to the kite on the three meter lines and the 12 meter kite, the angle's gonna be like that. So which way, I'll move it this way, like that. On a 25 meter bar, it's gonna be much more like that. So because of that angle, every little movement of the bar, the kite zips back and forth. You've got a very, very, very responsive kite. So as you move the bar, instant reaction, and the kite moves. So there's no what I'd call lag time. The other reason there's no lag time, if you look at your 25 meter lines and look at the steering lines, next time you're up on the beach, do this. Just look at the steering, look at the difference between the power lines and the steering lines. The power lines will be absolutely taut. And it'll be super tense, no slacking them at all. The steering lines, even when you've got the bar sort of at the sweet spot, they'll be, I don't know what it is, can I get an angle right? They'll be, oh, I'm not even bother. They'll be sagging them, basically. They will, they will loop backwards. They won't be fully tense. And you will see that, that they're, they're, they're slacking them. And what that means is that you need to take up, and the reason they're slack is because the, the wind is causing drag on those lines. So they actually sat back up to the kite. So what it means is that when you come to steer the kite, you've got to take up that slack before you actually start to affect the kite, which is why we pull the bar in and steer. So you're taking up the slack and you're steering. So you're, you're tensioning that one steering line. So you've got equivalent of a dead zone. On the 25 meter bar line, so you've got a dead zone. So you, you have to pull in, steer, 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 and double kite's not moved, and then suddenly you hit a point where, okay, now I've put tension in that steering line, and the kite starts to move in the direction that I want to go. So shorter lines, more responsive, and smaller dead zone. So again, more responsive, basically, um, but, but instant response. 
So what have you got? Shorter lines, basically faster turning, less power. So let's say I'm riding on 24 meter lines and I read you know, a 12 meter kite and I'm just getting overpowered. Okay, okay, cool. I'll go back to the beach. I'll knock off the last four meters of line, go back out on my 12 meter kite. And just, just for your information, very, very roughly, Four meters of line equates to a to roughly, very, very roughly, one meter of kite. So by dropping it down from 25 meter lines to let's say 21 meter lines, you have turned it effectively from a 12 meter kite into an 11 meter kite. Now it's still actually a 12 meter kite, obviously, but it's gonna handle and behave much more like an 11 meter kite on 25 meter lines. If you see what it means, it's going to be a bit less powerful, but it's going to steer a bit quicker. Really hope that was useful, guys. As I say, these calls go on every week inside our Facebook group. So why don't you join the Facebook group? The link is in the notes below or above this call, depending on where you're watching it. Click the link, follow us, click the join button in the Facebook group, and I'll speak to you on the inside.